This week on Ultra 64, I was going to say we played like a bunch of girls, but actually these games were really bad, so we didn't. Welcome to Ultra 64. We are the Internet's comprehensive Nintendo 64 podcast. Each and every week we are playing a different randomly selected game from the Nintendo 64 catalog. And we are playing them and we are defeating them and we are striking a victorious pose in the center of the field. Except not really with these two. My name is Steve Guntling. I am Woody Siskowski. We are joined by a very special guest. So happy to see you again. A glass of wine. Hello, a glass of wine. <laughs> you may remember me as the worst guest on this podcast that's ever happened. I'm Emma Delaney. It's nice to see you again. We're we're happy to have you back, and uh, but you can you can check that self defeating attitude at the door because uh, I, I love you to pieces. I didn't say it was a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, she just, just said she was the worst guest in history. She didn't say it was a bad thing. And okay. I didn't say yeah. I wasn't. You might you know, be proud of that. Yeah. I wasn't just really exciting for people to listen to. <laughs> I didn't know a lot of. I did. Yeah, mm. I mean, today obviously you're here as a token lesbian. Yes, clearly I mean, that's, that's clearly, how that's, I spend most of my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the token lesbian. Yeah. You're, you're like a, in the Pokemon of life. Yeah. You're lesbibor. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I choose you. Oh. Uh, no, but I th- don't choose you back because I'm a lesbian. Oh, damn. That's how oh, it works. Burned. And that, kids, is how it works. Is how it works. <laughs> well, this week we are talking about two soccer games. We're talking about World Cup 98, and we're talking about Mia Ham Soccer 64. And that's a lot of the reason why I asked Emma to be here, because Emma is a ladies' soccer fan. And uh, I figured I you could provide some. Uh, yeah, a ladies' fan, a soccer fan, a ladies' soccer fan. Yeah. You <laughs> two tastes that taste great together. <laughs> yeah, you have one, one, one side of the Venn diagram soccer. is ladies. Yeah. One side is soccer in the middle. Emma. Things Emma loves. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're, we're uh, happy to have you to offer some expertise on this because Mia Ham Soccer is kind of an important game. It is the one and only female-centered video game that I can yeah. find, like, that's solely centered on female athletes. Uh, it's the first one, and as near as I can tell, it's the last one. And we've actually been very slow into incorporating women into video games and sports games at all. I first want to talk about the way that you asked me to be on this podcast. I was nervous. Yeah, I got a text <laughs> message saying, well, here, I can pull oh, it Oh, okay, you write it. But saying, you know, oh, do you want to be on the on the podcast next week? We're going to talk about soccer. Yeah. And I said probably something along the lines of, fuck yeah. Fuck you, Steve. Yeah, yeah. Goes <laughs> enthusiastic. Oh, literally, yeah. verbatim, all caps, fuck, fuck yes. yes. Yeah. And then, we blah, blah, blah. And then... Oh, poor Steve. <laughs> I was actually nervous to ask you. I didn't want you to think I was stereotyping. I no, I felt I felt guilty, and it's like you know, you're a you're a very dear friend, and I, I you know I love you to death, and I, but I was afraid to talk to you about this to really like, just pigeonhole me in that lesbian. No, and I didn't want to perpetuate any stereotypes or anything, but I definitely wanted some female representation on this episode, no. and I wanted somebody who knows soccer. And, I loved uh, it. The I fact thought... that you're a lesbian also, which is kind of <laughs> nice little sprinkles. I mean, it really gives me a leg up in life, <laughs> but. No, no, I really appreciated it. I thought it was 
very sweet, and I'm really happy to be here because obviously I have been very excited about my life in the last few months watching yeah. the World Cup. So we should, uh, yeah, let's let's talk about that. I, so I this is a Nintendo moved. 64 podcast. Yes, definitely. <laughs> yep. Not we, uh, this episode. Uh, <laughs> we we I wanted to switch this one up because uh, women's soccer is very much in the news right now. Earlier this month, our uh, United States women's national soccer team came home with a World Cup victory after defeating Netherlands two to zero. And this was the women's team's second consecutive World Cup win and fourth World Cup win overall. Comparatively, the men's team have never won a World Cup, and they actually failed they to qualify consecutive this year. zero wins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that an unbroken, an unbroken record. record of zero wins. Yeah. <laughs> no, this year I think it was the first time in almost thirty years that USA even failed to qualify for the World Cup. Like we didn't even go at all. Uh, and uh, as a as a actually special aside, this week also marks the 20th anniversary of the World Cup final game 1999, the famous one where Brandy Chastain removed her shirt in celebration and ignited a firestorm of idiots. <laughs> oh, um, I loved it though. Yeah, but I mean, I think that is still kind of the iconic image of like women's soccer, right? Absolutely. Like, her like inner sports bra, just like yeah, like it, it's it's an awesome moment. Well, I was like I was telling you guys earlier, it was the first time as a young woman sports fan watching a female play sports that it was, you know, unapologetically badassery. Yeah. Just no shits given. <laughs> I'm a fucking badass and you all know it and I'm so excited about what just happened and it was just I think women, young women, grown women, women around the world watched her take her shirt off and lesbians went, "Yes." <laughs> and everyone else also went, "Yes." Yeah. I mean, and it wasn't like, it, it was in no way like a sexual moment. It was in no way like a look at me, ogle me kind of thing. I mean, you know, it, it's, it was a athlete at peak performance celebrating and she got a lot of shit for it. I mean, and some people are arguing that like, yeah, men's soccer, they, you'll get a yellow card if you take your shirt off in celebration. Yeah, but they like also grab still... their dicks every time they score a goal. I mean, to be fair, you know, it's just the tradition. I'm kidding. Wait, what? They do? <laughs> yes, this... absolutely. That's a thing. And that's with the Women's World Cup, their Women's National Team in the World Cup. They got a lot of shit for their match against Thailand when they scored 13-0. Right. And they said that they were showboating and over-celebrating. And uh, Rapino actually said, you know what? Basically, this is not word for word. Please don't think this is a quote. But fuck you. Men grab their junk and, like, do all of this bullshit in their games. And it's just men being men. But, yeah, yeah grabbing... They, they'll go up and be like, yeah. yeah. That play, it plays real well on the podcast. I just grabbed yeah. my vagina grab and there was a penis there. Yeah. <laughs> there is not. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> You're welcome. Can we get yeah. a source on this? Can't keep yeah. us. Sarah? Sarah, are you sure. out there? Yeah, yeah, right in. Right in if you're... <laughs> Never mind. If you've uh, seen my non-penis. Yeah, I mean, you know, so, yeah, obviously we've got some really amazing, like, sports figures emerging right now. Megan Rapino, you mentioned, and Alex Morgan, of course, are just, like, dominant. And they're also very controversial because they're women succeeding at anything. <laughs> so, <laughs> shitbag men, speaking like... opinions. Piers Morgan and, and Donald Trump uh, have a opinions on all of this and uh, who cares about what they think but but you know Megan Rapinoe is kind of like a super badass and uh, I really respect the hell out of her just because you know there, she had the quote where uh, they asked like oh would you visit the White House if uh, Trump invited you and she's like fuck no I wouldn't listen to the White House and just like mm -hmm. very unapologetic and like when they're celebrating with the World Cup she's like yeah I fucking deserve this I deserve this yeah she was I awesome. deserve 
everything. Yeah. It's the best moment of my life. I love that. I love the confidence. She struck a really, really iconic pose when they won the World Cup this year. It was on Sports Illustrated. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm uh, excited to be talking about them. Not so much about this game, <laughs> because I don't think well, it does uh, women justice. But I we'll feel get are to we going to start? So we played two games today. And yeah. Steve, Steve, perhaps a poorly thought out bout of planning. Steve this decided one, yeah. to give us two games today. Mm-hmm. So and one of them I think is going to get lost in the shuffle here. I think it kind of is. Like I, I, you know, when I was lumping these games together, I didn't really realize that World Cup '98 is basically a FIFA game, like, and probably should have gone on the FIFA episode when we played that. Uh, but instead, we did it now, and we'll, we'll, we will, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah, we, yeah, we will some, blaze right through this one, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just to get to what we actually care about. But I do, yeah, let's, let's talk about World Cup 98 a little bit. Well, so we, in the spirit so of compar- that. Car- compartmentalize all the stuff we just said yeah <laughs> and save it for 10 just, minutes from now just edit what's to come in front yeah, of yeah exactly hey, look i edit I trust this in your brain to to be able to maintain these separate threads and and, and trust that we'll get back i can i can it. barely maintain them myself <laughs> <laughs> well let's talk about this first one world cup 98 was released march 31st 1998 it was developed by ea canada and published by ea sports and it was also released on game boy playstation and windows so ea canada was formerly known as EA Burnaby, and it's currently known as EA Vancouver, which means it is right over the border from us. We can go visit if we want. <laughs> hey, we got. We heard you guys made World Cup '98. Can we see the computer We've that it got programmed on? Sure, yeah. security. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, they, these guys are actually pretty cool. They they uh, are still one of EA's biggest divisions because they manage all of their non-football sports games. Okay. So yeah, soccer, tennis, everything like that. And uh, they also developed for EA Sports Big back when that sure. still existed, which is awesome. So they're the studio responsible for NBA Street, SSX, and Def Jam Vendetta. Wow. So they're kind of rad. Yeah, EA Sports Big had like a huge run of awesome games I loved for, EA for, a, Big. for a while, and it's sad that it went away. I had Freak Style. I won a copy of Freak Style, the motocross racing game on a bottle of Mountain Dew. It's <laughs> one of the only contests I've ever won. <laughs> As a great. person who doesn't know, what is EA Sports Big? Like, what's the so, difference? It, it's kind of like more cartoony, over-the-top sports. Yeah. Rather so than... EA was kind of known as sort of the simulation company where they right. would make like realistic um, versions of your favorite sports. But then EA, they did like an EA Sports big division where they had like, you know, in NBA Street, you can like roll around with the basketball and bounce it off people's heads. And then oh, SSX, okay. you're doing backflips in the snowboarding mm-hmm. game and stuff. And those games are awesome. It's and, like the cheat code version. Yeah, of the- yes, yeah. exactly. And, and Def Jam Vendetta is essentially like a wrestling or a UFC game, but it's all real rappers. Mm-hmm. <gasps> and you had to play as like oh, Snoop Dogg no. and you had to smack down on Bubba Sparks. And yeah. it's, it's, it's great. Awesome. That it's actually sounds kind of incredible. It's really good. It's so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's EA Canada. Uh, no cover athlete this time. Normally when we play sports games, we like to talk about the cover athlete but uh, it's just a picture just... of the world cup itself world on the cup cover. with some hands on it so if but i this could game... uh... whose hands oh let's find out okay this one uh look... it was mine they were mine I... i'm coming out now i'm revealing that i was the hand at... hand model the world cup yeah i was nine years old <laughs> you are some french guy yeah. uh, this so... game does have a mascot though it does right it's like can... I've... oh god i forgot to look up the mascot he looks like... like i mean he looks like woody woodpecker yeah he does he looks kind of... let me look this up real it's... quick if you guys can so okay so you you boot up this game, 
and you are greeted to the soothing sounds of Chumbawamba. Yeah, yes. uh, tub tub thumping. That yeah, one took are. me by surprise. Yeah, I was like, that oh, was shit. good. We all that did was... get down for a second. Yeah, for that, though. no, that's yeah. always always a fun song to hear. Um, really and it was is. all right. Here he. I wish is. we were listening to it right now. <laughs> uh, the the lo- this guy that looks like Woody Woodpecker's name is Footix. Ooh. Footix. So I imagine He's... in French it's Footy. Like maybe yeah, like he was um, one of the Asterix and Obelix oh. characters. Oh, okay. Um, he was the soccer the soccer <laughs> themed woodpecker from Asterix and Obelix. He invented today because they were vikings right yeah exactly yeah. Uh, no they were they were gaulish barbarians okay yeah. <laughs> Duh. many of those exist yeah uh so the history of this game gets kind of confusing all right because like i said this is basically a fifa game but it's also not but it definitely is wait so i, I i'm still on footix oh was yeah. it is foot footix was like the mascot for that year's world cup right yeah, yeah i think for like olympics and world cups they probably come up with a different cartoony mascot every time oh yeah do they, they really do. Yeah. yeah i remember when the olympics were in vancouver and they had like cute little woodland Sasquatch critters. I remember huh. Springy, the Springfield Spring, um, and uh, he didn't wow. really take off. No. But, uh... Yeah, I can't imagine he would, <laughs> frankly. So, okay, so here's here's how this game breaks down. All right, for years EA had the publishing rights for FIFA for like standard FIFA seasons, but the World Cup had its own rights, like its own copyrights governing it. And uh, so, this game is the first time that EA got the rights to the World Cup. So prior to this, FIFA would loan it out, the World Cup license, to the uh, ironically named British developer U.S. Gold, (laughs) who uh, they released a series of mostly poorly received World Cup games from 1986 to 1996. Imagine that being your calling. Most of them never came out here. They were just in the U.K. I think a general reason that soccer has had a hard time of getting the same level of footing in this country as some of the other sports is because, like, the setup is so confusing of, like, when World Cup tournaments are versus what professional leagues are and, like, who owns the rights to what. Like, when you watch football, it's just all the NFL and you know the schedule. Like, with FIFA, they're like, okay, so... And then Major League Soccer is its own thing and the World Cup happens occasionally. it's it's that development level that we were talking about earlier. Like, I mean, there's a level of difference between the women's teams and the men's teams. But I'm not even talking about the women's and men's. No, in general, there's, there's a level of, you know, it's undeveloped to where football in the U.S., Mm -hmm. American football in the U.S., is so well thought out that everybody knows what's going on. And for... I mean, obviously, I've only lived in this country, so I don't know. But I at least that's in this, that's not obvious to anybody. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They don't you know, don't know you. my life. They don't know yeah. you. You don't know me. You could be no. wearing a Canadian accent right now. But oh, I'm not. <laughs> but um, it. God damn. God damn it. Got off my train of thought. Well, dude, welcome to the world but the of podcasting. Development is not yeah. put into <laughs> soccer. Yeah. The same way that other American sports are. Yeah. So we don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Like, you have to really do your own research if you want to watch soccer. You have to know the European League. You have to know whatever's going on. Even the men's league in the States is really underdeveloped. And I, I really do encourage, like, especially, like, fans in the, or, or listeners to us in the UK, Australia, places where uh, soccer is a much bigger deal. Please write in and let us know. We're Like, I'm going to fully admit that I'm getting a lot of this wrong. Yeah, what, so, are, we, like, what are we just, I, I just making up know. out of our asses that's right what, now? That's a whole, lot of it. Frankly. That's the whole premise of this podcast, though. <laughs> we play video games and we make up facts about yeah. them. Please, Everything I've said is a lie. Please never correct us, So like, we like that. All right, so like I said, U.S. Gold went under in 1996. EA snatched up the rights, but 
the weird confusing thing is that uh, over in Japan, Konami owns the rights to the World mm. Cup. So we've actually seen the World Cup 98 before in International so- Superstar Soccer 98. Which is a Konami game. Which is a Konami game. So, like... It's they have the exclusive rights, but they don't Wait, because so they found the this weird game? loophole. No, it's it's, it's just uh, another game with the license of the World Cup. Right, oh. they were allowed to use it, and uh, so it, it's it gets all confusing and fucked up. So like. I think that's why I ultimately decided to just kind of run this game in this episode, just because it's like, sort of a weird anomaly it's that an doesn't anomaly. fit anywhere else. And we didn't want to have to play about, four, like, five soccer games next time. Right? Yeah, there's yeah. a whole lot of FIFA games. Yeah. Steve also just likes to pit men and women against each other. <laughs> I do. I do. So I think that was really. Oh the man, goal. that's actually really unfortunate. It is because in this because case, the men's game is vastly superior to the women's yes. game. Uh, so yeah, let's. Are we ready to talk about this game a little bit? I mean. There's not, there's not too much to say not about much. the way it's World a, Cup 98 plays. Game. Yeah, it's a soccer game. Um, like, <laughs> it's pretty much plays as, like, the platonic ideal of a bland EA sports game. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, like, this true, is yeah. This is what you... Uh, what you've come to expect from EA Sports is that it's going to be attractive, it's going to be slick, it's going to be, it's going to control well, it's going to play fine, and it's just not going to be exciting at all. Uh, to me, to me, that's it's, that's what kind of encapsulate like everything. You can't really say anything bad about it because it's all very professionally well done. It's, but it's just what you not expect exciting. of a sports game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I. So obviously, this compares to you know. Sports games don't exist in a vacuum. We're going to no. compare this to international supers. Help, help, I'm in a vacuum. Oh, I can't kick the ball. I'm getting sucked <laughs> off here. Uh, anyway. You're getting uh, sucked off? Yeah, that's that's what I said. I um, didn't know that that came with this. Where's mine? You know, that was that was a pre-order extra. I thought you checked for your um, penis. Yeah. Oh, um, I anyway, um, <laughs> so this game is, I think, less good than international superstar soccer because um, that game felt more smooth yeah. and it had sort of a clear... The controls of that were a lot cleaner. This game, I had the problem of you would just kind of run and your character would sort of try to steal the ball or sort of pass it, but it wasn't super clear what button did what, and sometimes stuff just kind of started happening. Yeah, and soccer really should be pretty (laughs) self-explanatory. Like, football games tend to be a little more complicated because you're calling plays and everything, and you're changing things up in mid-action. Soccer's pretty basic. You run, you kick, you block, you steal. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't need to be overly complicated. But yeah, I did find I just kept losing sight of my character, and like, it just, it felt like they moved a little slower because they were trying to recreate like, realistic foot movements. And um, International Superstar Soccer had like, really nice um, little things to do with the C buttons. Like, there was a give-and-go button where you could kick to one guy, and then he would kick sort of in front so your yeah. character would run up to it. And I felt like all that stuff worked really well. Mm. Um, this game doesn't really have anything like that. No. It's funny because I didn't play that yeah. game, but yeah. those were things that as I was playing this game, I wished that I had. Yeah. Right. So I, that I didn't even know existed. <laughs> yeah. And it was, a, it was a nice feature. I mean, I will say like right from the get-go, I thought this game looked really good. Um, really nice, like, substantial character models. Mm-hmm. Runs at a good clip. Not a lot of jagged edges on the characters, which is uh, not something you see very often on the No, I mean, they before. don't look attractive in the sense they just look like oh, no. giant I mean, mounds of flesh. Like the faceless way. Yeah. zoom in on them, they look like a nutsack. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, from a distance and from the motion and everything like that, it looked quite nice. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, World Cup 98, for facts on that, it was uh, uh, played in France and won by France. So it was kind of controversial. 
Uh, and weirdly, well, it's not like they had judges. I guess there's refs, right? And right, so, but, but there's also, also home team advantage is a thing. Yeah, you know? that's true. As was the '99 Women's World Cup hosted and won by the United States. Really? Okay, yes, it was. See, and I mean that's something that happens kind of rarely. I think. Uh, this was one of only six times that's ever happened, like where the home country is actually playing in it. And weirdly, there was an investigation years after the fact, and they did find there was bribery, sure. but not from the not from France, not okay. from the country oh, that won. Was it us? Morocco. Oh. Morocco was bribing them, <laughs> and uh, they didn't get it. They actually lost by like five votes. So, um, yeah, and I mean. The different modes that they include here, I think the cool one that I thought, and we didn't really have access to it, but the cool idea... Yeah, was it just the, said uh, not available when you select You have it. to unlock it by oh, beating okay. like the, a season, I think, but uh, the it? World Cup Classic. So basically what it is is they recreate uh, the last 15 World Cups, and they have like period accurate costumes mm. and they have or not costumes uh, period you accurate costumes makes it sound like a Jane Austen <laughs> I'm like, oh hello I will like kick a, this a ball north side reenactment <laughs> yeah. oh hello Mr. Darcy I'm might you kick that ball do man. declare <laughs> man on Mr. Darcy man on <laughs> uh, yeah so that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's our new play we're working on it's called Pride like... and Prejudice and Soccer <laughs> That'll be successful. Yeah. Very successful. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and they had uh, the announcer, like the BBC announcer who used to call games back in the 60s and 70s came on and does the oh, calling on the really World cool. Cup mode or the World Cup Classic mode. But yeah, the World that's Cup mode awesome. is the focus here. Other than that, it's not really all that different from a regular FIFA game. In fact, this uses the same engine as FIFA 98, which has the confusing subtitle of Road to the World Cup. <laughs> so... You were supposed to play in a succession. It was like yeah. the Golden Sun games where it saved your memory card data for when you played the sure. second one. And they would save your w- Road to the World Cup data, and then your guy would get big heads or something. Okay. I'm just, uh, I'm making this up. Uh, you your guy would have magic spells we both were to summon to genuinely you know, attached to what you were yeah. saying. We're like, oh, that's how yeah. it works. Hanging on your yeah. every word. All right, Woody. Yep. That's where, that's where Golden Sun got the idea. Woody yeah. is the only one of the three of us that actually play soccer. Yeah, it's true. So yeah. we're just going to believe everything that comes out of your mouth. <laughs> Okay, yeah, you guys have much more enthusiasm about it, yeah. but you, you guys enjoy it, you guys enjoy it conceptually, and yeah. I actually go out and play it. Yeah, yeah, no, I am. But I don't enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. But he hates every yeah. second of it. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm not good at anything. That's what I learned. I'm like, That's sports. yeah, I hadn't played soccer since high school, and I'm like, yeah, I'll go out and play again, and I, my soccer skills were still pretty good of, like, mm-hmm. being able to pass and dribble all right, yeah. but man, it is hard to run. Oh, soccer yeah. fields are big, and yeah. I get tired are. so fast. Yeah. I mean, uh, even like we we've been playing like ultimate frisbee and stuff. Yeah. Like even that is it's on a very even, condensed field, and that's much more stop and go. Yeah, you know, you know, like um, I was gonna say, do you run during ultimate? Yeah, frisbee? Yeah. yeah, you run. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. That's what makes it ultimate. Yeah, uh, so, so it's just like regular. For, oh. Yeah. I, I don't want to be giving too much a short shrift to this game, but like we are also going to go into a lot of these same things when we talk sure. about FIFA. And this game isn't that notable. It's not There's that no- notable. It's not terrible by any means. <laughs> Perfectly competent EA sports game. It is kind of what you would expect. But I do... Go ahead. Sorry, it's Emma. like you said earlier, it's just fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's uh, I, I prefer... Fine. Yeah, if I was to pick a, a soccer game to play right now, it would be International Superstar Soccer. It's much more... It's got... It's not arcadey, but it feels faster. It's more intuitive. It's more intuitive. Yeah. It's faster. It's uh, it's nice looking, and it's, it's fun to play. So I would say... If you're looking for like a traditional soccer game, that's the way to go. Mm. So far, so until far. we get to the FIFA ones. The FIFA ones, games but... might be great. 
Or until we get to Mia Hamsager. Maybe that's the way to go. Aww. Is it? Let's find out. Yeah. Don't break my heart Good news, way. gang. We're here. Mia Hamsager 64 was released November 9th, 2000. Developed by Silicon Dreams Studio and DC Studios and published by South Peak Interactive. And this is an N64 exclusive. Do you guys think that... Um... Silicon Dream sounds like the name of a plastic surgery Absolutely. place. Absolutely. I was literally yeah. in my head or just thinking, plus. like, yeah. I bet that doctor has a lot of porn stars. <laughs> Uh, all right, so Silicon Dreams uh, has probably the least remarkable track record of any developer we've looked at so far. Yeah. Uh, they had a lot of poorly rated European exclusive soccer titles, a few assorted Lego games for the Game Boy Advance, and that is about it. They shut down in 2003, presumably uh, executed for being boring. Just too boring, and they put them out of their misery. Uh, South Peak Interactive had a few B-tier uh, licenses for a while, uh, and they produced games based on Animaniacs, uh, Monty Python, Dukes okay, of Hazzard, and Wild Wild West. There was a Wild the Wild West with, game? Like, There's a Wild the Wild Will West Smith game. Will Smith movie? Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Oh, I think no. what, what system is it for? It was on the PC, I believe. Oh, yeah. uh, Woody's yeah. Crying. I he played this game. It's on Wiki Wiki Windows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, this is, the, uh, this is the second defunct company in a row that worked on a state of emergency game. We just talked last episode about a company that worked on state of emergency. Yeah. This game, this series is like a kiss of death. <laughs> Anybody who touched this series dies. Uh, they worked on State of Emergency 2, which is a game I did not know existed. I didn't know when it existed yeah. either. Uh, they did release two pretty decent games uh, right before the company shut down in 2013. There was one called uh, 3D Dot Game Heroes for the PS3. I've heard of that game. It's cool. It's like a little Zelda clone with like where your blocks. And uh, then Trine, or Trine, yep. I don't know. Yeah. Is it Trine? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I actually don't know. Really I just cool assumed it was trying. Little side-scrolling platformer, like where you're switching between three characters to solve different puzzles. Very cool. Kind of got a uh, Lost Vikings vibe to yeah. it, but a little. And more I think there slightly. were like two or three games in that series. Yeah, just three. So those are worth playing for sure. But uh, South Peak is gone now. <laughs> So Mia Ham 60, Soccer 64 is actually a reskin of a different game, uh, the UK exclusive Michael Owen's WLS 2000, and that series was named after Michael Owen, who was a striker for Liverpool at the time, and the game is actually reskinned a few other times. <laughs> In Germany, this is called RTL w, WLS 2000, which wow. is horrible. RTL that might, is a TV network over there. That might be the that worst funny. game name I've ever heard. And In, just France, a bunch of letters. Yeah. <laughs> In <laughs> France, it's called Telefoot Soccer 2000. I liked Telefoot. Yeah, I, I also like Telefoot. It sounds like a, like a novelty phone. I was going to say it kind of sounds like a a football themed telenovela or a very early James Bond gadget. He's like <laughs> he's like this is your telefoot. It goes on under your shoe. I will call you there. You have to sit very awkwardly well, to talk to like me. The Bond girl like. Oh, see here, Double Seven. You'll use this when you need to feel slightly taller in case the woman is making you feel insecure. Yes, all right. You just press the button here. It escalates your heel. Telescopes, rather. That was so many accents in one. Yeah, it's not that I'm good at accents. It's that I'm good at combining all of them at the same time. Guess where he's from? It's a melange. Yes. This this gives us a good opportunity to talk about female-led sports games because there are none. This is it. Uh, Mia Hamm Soccer 64 is the first game ever to focus on only female characters. And to this day, it's the only major one. Um, so I, I tried to, I tried, Steve brought this up to me and I'm like, what about yeah. Dead or Alive Extreme <laughs> Beach Volleyball? Oh, the no. game famous for your busty anime ladies. And Steve was like, nope. 
That game has male characters. We couldn't even the super sexist um, oogling simulator yeah. has male characters in it. One of one of my favorite, like I'm not a prank guy. I think pranks are annoying. But one of my favorite pranks that I ever saw was uh, EGM magazine back in the day. They uh, they 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 had this annual April Fool's prank. And the one from the year that Dead or Alive Extreme came out was uh, the nude code. Mm-hmm. That oh, they'll erase no. all the uh, uh, bikinis from people. People were writing in the next month saying, like, I bought an Xbox for this. <laughs> for and the nude code? Yeah, which was But, they, but they had they, made they, it up. Yeah, they it made it like up. Oh. So they, I, I like that prank <laughs> because that. it was basically just, like, soiling. Uh, you nasty motherfuckers. People were buy genuinely pissed at them, like, for doing that. And I thought that was a great joke. <laughs> That's um, incredible. Yeah, so, yeah, so there oh, were still man. very few. Uh, there have been a few games that have been sold on the strengths of female as- athletes, like, mostly tennis. Um, mm. The first one I could find was Jennifer Capriotti Tennis for the Genesis. And there was also Anna Kornikova's Smash Court Tennis. And most, like, bowling and uh, uh, golf games that we played let us switch out female sure. characters, right? I think yeah. so. Like, I, th- I think Cyber Tiger didn't, but PGA definitely did. But even in the games named after these female athletes... There are there male are characters. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And Bassmaster, I believe, you could also switch. That's true. And, of course, wrestling games. You know, yep. all, that's a, that's the noblest of sports. Yeah. Which I don't Fighting inherently games. think is a bad thing that men are in these women's games. But the, no. there's no women in the men's games. Exactly. Right, exactly. That's, that's, that's where the problem is. Yeah. And we've been, like, video game developers in particular have been very slow to incorporate this. Like, in 2018, EA added female players to NBA Live, uh, UFC, and the NHL franchises. But, like, this is the first time. Like, the, the WNBA. Yeah. Last the, year. The yeah. WNBA had never had a game before that, even at the height of its popularity, like when Lisa Leslie was playing Jesus. and everything like that. Like, they never had one. And uh, FIFA only added women in 2016. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cover had uh, Alex Morgan and Lionel Messi on the cover uh, after the women won their last World Cup. And the thing that's so crazy about this is, like, Basically, a men's a men's sports game and a women's sports game, mm-hmm. uh, the one of, should basically play the same. It's right. not right. like there should be. It's easy to program these people in because you're not changing anything about the right. gameplay. I mean, they're like the flower picking mini games. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, you know, and there's a different things where you have to design your uniform. You know, who um, so are you taking to prom? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I'm sure there's some sort of bizarre like indie game. Um, sorry that uh, some kind of dating simulator yeah Yeah. the slash force game um but and so basically all they have to do to add women characters to the game is like often these games even had like built-in player editors so like they just like do a reskin and the license of the i'm sure the licenses are super cheap yeah and so it's just super weird that it took so long for this well the one thing that i noticed about the two games that we played today is the World Cup game, right? Mm-hmm. They're real teams with the real players with mm-hmm. their real haircuts. I can barely tell, but yeah. they're there. Yeah. With their real meat like, slabs. You can tell. I mean, if you looked up probably well the numbers, you know, on the back of the jerseys, yeah. it, it would match up and everything's genuine. The Mia Ham game, it had Mia Ham mm-hmm. and a bunch of fake people that yeah. don't exist, a bunch of fake teams that don't exist. They didn't put actual female players and women's teams into that game it was just mia ham at all well and that's the thing that's sort of tricky about this is because this is since this is only like the only women's sports game sort of things that we say about it it's hard to tell like is this something that's true of like 
the idea of women and it's like no right. it's just true because this game is shitty oh, yeah. like yeah. you know it's just it was a super cheap game yeah. that like you said it was a reskin and they're like how can we pump this out to capitalize on mm-hmm. oh, a yeah. popular you know celebrity right well, now well and they yeah they rushed it into market because yeah, yeah because Mia Hamm was a, a big name at the time they handed off South Peak handed off production to DC Studios, who we mentioned, and again, Detective Comics Studio. Yeah, this it's, was a, they were a first-time developer. They'd never worked on a game. It was a secret an character team. Batman in Mia yeah. Hamm. Yeah. <laughs> As a cheat code. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And they just they rushed it through. And I mean, you get different things like the Michael Owens game had motion capture for all of the characters, but the Mia Hamm game didn't. No. And so they move like polygonal stick figures, and like they move really weird and, and uh, don't look realistic. And such slow motion. Yeah. And then everything's like a. And not even a beat. Like, it's yeah. just like five minutes after you press the button. <laughs> well, real quick, let's talk about who Mia Hamm is in case She was know, the inventor she's... of shortwave radio, right? I believe she so. Was. She's yeah. uh, John Hamm's uh, mm-hmm. wife. Okay, uh, and she was sure. in the Toy Story movies, right? She was the piggy bank. She was the piggy yeah, bank. John piggy Ratzenberger bank. played yes. her. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. okay. She's got a very deep voice, you know. Hey, Norm, what's up? Yeah. All my impressions sound deep. like Ray your, Romano. Your deep voice went higher. Every impression I do is either Kermit the Frog or Ray Romano. <laughs> They're That's the same person, do. though. Yeah. That's another uh, yeah. little conspiracy theory I have to share with you later. Okay. <laughs> Kermit and Ray Romano are the same one people. One and the same. All right, let's talk about Mia Hamm. Uh, she is, I think, Beautiful. still one of the most celebrated female athletes of all time. Probably Absolutely. like one of the synonymous, like maybe her and the Williams sisters sure. are kind yeah. of... I was just about to say, yeah. if you showed just a picture with no name, no nothing, she and the Williams sisters, I think, would be the most recognizable. Yeah. Uh, up until 2013, Mia Hamm held the record for most goals scored in an international game. That's men and women. Mm. Most goals scored in an international game. That's since been beaten uh, uh, by, um, oh God, what's her name? Abby Wambach. Yeah, it has. But, um, uh, Love her. Saw her still. talk actually last year with nice. my mom. It was Oh, great. that's right. I remember you had yeah. the, the, her book. Yeah. It was wonderful. There was a lot of really cute little girls with their soccer balls. That's and awesome. And it just made my heart warm. I love that. Yeah. So, uh, Mia Hamm was born in Alabama, went on to be a standout player for the University of North Carolina Tar Heels, and then she went on to be captain of the U.S. women's team. She took the team to four World Cups. The team won in 91 and 98. And uh, after the latter, Ham had to be hospitalized because of extreme dehydration and exhaustion because oh. she's a goddamn tank. Sure. She won the World Cup and <laughs> then played went to the too hard and collapsed and had to be put on an IV. Yeah. Can uh, we talk about that? I want to touch on that for a yeah. second. Because... You know, there's... Okay, it's not exactly about dehydration, but it's, it's, it's similar. It's close. Listeners, it's about maybe. drowning. Yeah, <laughs> it's about overhydration. No, um, there is something to be said about the. Oh God, I am such just the worst right now. That's but we're feminism. Feminism. You um, <laughs> say it like that. The men's and the women's national teams. They're playing. Um, What's the word? Conditions. Yeah. Are so different. Yeah. And it's a lot of the talk right now is focused on the wage gap. But that's not even the main thing. It's the way that, as I've said before, development, but also what they're playing on. And so what this reminded me, there's a reason, Mm. um, is Megan Rapinoe. Yeah. After winning the last... World Cup, mm-hmm. not the one that just happened, the one before, on her victory tour. One of one of their multiple World yes. Cup wins. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes. Hair flip. <laughs> um, she hurt her hamstring on their um, victory tour because they were playing on turf. Mm. The same field that she hurt her hamstring on playing. 
When the men's team played on that field, they rolled out grass. Yeah. Because it's too dangerous for the men who've never won right. and barely placed yeah. in any of the cups they've played in. It's too it's too dangerous for them. But for our literal actual world champions, we don't give them the same respect. Yeah. It's insanity. It is ridiculous. And we should talk about the pay gap a little bit because that's a big controversy right now. Like there's a uh, – uh, most of the women's team right now is involved in a lawsuit with the uh, U.S. Soccer Federation to try and level the playing field a little bit because uh, they, they their playing field <laughs> is, <laughs> is full, the giant different elevations on they their playing. They really need a Basically. city planner to yeah. get in there and take care of that. <gasps> well, I mean, right now, it, and a lot of it has to do with the men's team have just much better collective bargaining rights. A lot sure. of their salary is based on bonuses. Penises? Oh, bonuses. <laughs> Close, yeah. And uh, the, the women's... <laughs> the, the penis is the bonus that God the gives you. penis is the bonus. Oh, Aww, is it? Penis bonus is a really good name for like an indie band, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Memphis, where the penis bonus is. Penis bonus. <laughs> Play something on my ukulele. Yeah, it's like hip-hop ukulele music. Yeah, yeah, it's really yeah. good. Uh, yeah, so the, the men's team still makes dramatically more than the women's team do because they, they're... Sign, their contract has them sign at a flat rate no matter how, how their they performance perform. goes. Sure. So we're trying to change that. Uh, there's a lot of support behind it right now because, like I said, the women are the best in the world right now. Yeah. And uh, the U.S. is not the best in the world at a lot of sports. Mm-hmm. You know, we well, have, that's not true. I mean, I don't uh, know. I boxing, don't think... football, um, probably. American football. Yeah. Wait, we had to invent a new game. Yeah, yeah. well, that's yeah. the key. We are so bad at everything Probably UFC. Fuck you guys. We're playing yeah. our own any, any sports that involve punching people... Or, like, breaking anything where the goal is to make the other person unconscious. Uh, the USA probably does a good job. I don't I mean, know. Okay. Hockey. I can see that. We're not that great. Yeah, I don't oh, know. Mexico's got a lot of really great boxers, though. Like, <laughs> and Mexico, we're going to piss off fi- so many people. The Philippines with this has great boxers. Like, yeah. I mean, I know. I mean, yeah. Either way. Just saying. But the lawsuit is not just about money. No, no. It's a, it's a symbolic thing as well. And there's been a lot of support. Uh, in the media and in, like, uh, Congress. Like, there have been 50 members of Congress so far who've signed a letter in support of this. Mm-hmm. And there's also a lot of whinging assholes who feel like they shouldn't get more money. You or have a vagina. You don't yeah. deserve it anyway. Well, so the common argument against, um, you know, the women not being paid as much is they don't bring in as much, right? But the thing that's so goofy about that is whether that's true or not. It's not. If they're world champion, like... Yeah. The reason that they wouldn't bring in as much, which is not true, is because they haven't been promoted to the same extent. They're essentially the most, you know, what makes a player, like, notable and famous is, like, winning. And, like, that's why, like, I mean, LeBron James is a cool dude, but the reason that, like, he's so valuable is because he wins. And he's a great player and, like... And then the women's team, yeah, and then they take advantage of that and leverage it. So, like, you have these great female players who all have like personality and like people want to look, yeah, people want to look up to them. And so, to say like, oh, they're not bringing in income, it's stupid. You just like, yeah, you need to use this gift that they've just given you of winning to sell merchandise. Like, and, and that's fucked that we're saying, take advantage of them. Well, yeah. but, but I mean, do. That's but what do professional it. athletes are yes. for. Absolutely. And so bringing yeah. it back to video games, Woody, <laughs> yeah. god damn it. <laughs> we're here for Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> if the Mia Hamm game on this podcast was to talk about developed as well as the yeah. World Cup 98 game, yeah. it would have been better. Mm-hmm. It would have sold better. <laughs> yeah. And that kind of, that marketing, that development... It needs to stretch from our men's team to our women. It's just 
it shouldn't matter what genitalia the winners have it should be wow you just won you just beat the entire world at something yeah. we're gonna fucking fund that yeah. because that's incredible yeah I well, think that's yeah absolutely. and that's sort of I mean there's two types of license games there's there's the kind that you know take advantage of a license to basically expand on it and choose it to sort of just they, they insert into an already good game right um, and then there's the kind of like be a ham soccer where they have a shitty game and they're like how do we get people to buy this yeah i know but we'll throw in this well, no yeah you, by, by throwing in this license you're like okay yeah, we'll yeah, get yeah. some people to buy this game but and if I, you I'm, actually made it a good game it would have sold so and i'm better. sure you know i'm sure for mia ham being one of the most recognizable athletes um in the world at that mm-hmm. time i bet that her license was very cheap yeah. Compared to like oh, a male God, soccer absolutely. star, oh yeah, so, absolutely. And especially if they uh, uh, seize that license a little like before she blew up, because around this time, like Mia Hamm was kind of inescapable. She was like the face of women's sports, and she had a lot of like sponsorship deals, Gatorade, Nike, mm-hmm. like everything, you know. So you couldn't really escape it. Um, so she, yeah, continued to play up through 2004. She retired at the age of 32, mm-hmm. uh, and now she uh, co-owns the Los Angeles Football Club. And uh, she's married to Nomar Garcia Para from the Red Sox, oh. and uh, they've got a couple kids, and That's they're cool. kicking ass and doing great. Their kids uh, are like the greatest athletes in the world, probably. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah they've like, gotta be. Yeah. Wouldn't it be also, funny if the kid just like grew up to be like a dentist? He's got like a hand <laughs> going <laughs> <out of laughs> <his face laughs> yeah. A hand or a ham? A hand. Because a ham would be funnier. <laughs> that'd be that'd be funnier because like yeah, this, okay, it's like a witch's curse. <laughs> Mia Ham is actually a sentient ham, but <laughs> a witch turned her into the greatest soccer player alive. But the curse is that all of her children are going to be hams. <laughs> Okay, oh, I'm that, that was story. the worst. I'm ever. sorry. I'm sorry. I'd like to point out though that uh, her age of retirement, 32. Yeah. Because there are multiple women that are older than that mm. on the team that just won. Yeah. And a lot of the news coverage focused on their age. Mm-hmm. Um, after they won, you know, we were watching and she kept showing close-ups of Megan Rapinoe, and their title they gave her was. Oldest player to win <laughs> or to score a winning match in a World Cup game. How old is she? 34. Thir- oh, geez. No, over the hill. <laughs> and, well, my thing is, like, I wonder, I don't know, but I'd be willing to bet yeah. that they don't have similar labels for the, the male players. In, there's one thing that um, sports don't. Sports dorks love it's any kind of statistic. Yeah, any anything that they can say, which is the first something, the the oldest, the tallest, the youngest, the most, the guy with the most hands growing out of his face, mm. they will put a statistic for it. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I, I just, I would, yeah. I'd be interested to see. Yeah, and I'm sure I can if I really tried to put in the research, find out. But we don't try to put on the research. No, so that's we why just, we podcast. We leave it to you to tell us what we're wrong about. And again, write in ultra sixty four podcast at gmail dot com. But I'm here. just a guest, so everything I say is real, and you're not allowed to. <laughs> Like, it's true. Yeah, no, you're not no. allowed to. Yeah. Let's talk about the game a little bit. All right. Oh, so do we modes, have to? I know. <laughs> the modes here include World Cup. Again, it's that's confusing. Uh, the U.S. League Soccer practice and exhibition. Uh, the game features 18 women's league teams, many of them made up. <laughs> 32 Most national teams and an all-star team just called Mia Ham's All Stars. And we should note that when you boot up this game, no tub thumping. 
no tub thumpingless. Thumping. It was tub thumpless. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. It tub, was, they got knocked down and did not get up again. It uh-huh. was sink not thumping. Yeah. yeah. Were there any actual? Did we look into? Were there a, any actual female athletes on Mia Hamm's All Stars team? I didn't recognize any of the names. Well, okay. Well, let's get to this. Yeah. Every character in this game looks terrible. Yes. This game, the field. Okay, let's. We want to, in the spirit the of saying some nice things, the field was kind of bright. It was a nice and green very color. spacious. Um, the the N sixty four logo at the beginning looked very crisp. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could read the font on the menu, <laughs> uh, which is an upgrade for power. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the characters in this are just you know for the World Cup game, all all the men looking super beefy. Yeah. Um, everyone here looks like stick people. Yeah, they 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 look like scarecrows come to life, or or like Peter Pan's shadow attacking something. You know, it's they just don't really have like dimension. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, it's clear that they just kind of remodeled male characters. You know, they just made them smaller and added ponytails. You know, they they didn't really put a lot of effort into it. But I'm trying not to comment too much on appearance because the the one and only review that still exists for this game was from IGN, and it kind of is really sexist uh you know i, I have something but i don't know like how okay yeah sure because i don't know how you would be sexist in the review for this game or well they, like women suck in some well, of their first of all the, the preview article for this game was called inside mia ham okay not inside mia ham soccer 64 not, it was inside mia okay. ham uh and so uh, i and i feel like i'm gonna be picking on ign a lot theirs is the only review that exists uh and they're the only ones that did it so they kind of had a responsibility i think to set the tone a little bit here uh, but their, their review had a lot of stuff like this. So this is from the preview. Uh, of course, the male-molded polyga- polygonal figures pictured, uh, featured in the previous versions of the game will likely take a backseat to more shapely women characters. But otherwise, we're expecting the titles to be more played shape. very similarly. And from the review, uh, they say, this is the next best thing to staring at your Mia Ham posters. So this is Whoa. not quite as good as masturbating. Wow. And, uh, also, this, no, it's not. It's it is so far not. No. <laughs> like, and they were talking about the graphics in this game, too, and they said that the polygons were not very feminine. But they're and, not uh, the very anything. They manlier than most men's soccer games. And, yeah. and then they jump to the conclusions, and they say, this game does feature some in-game commentary, presumably by Hammett herself, and that's not true. Yeah, the the commentary on this was done by Wendy Gabauer, who was a uh, a common TV uh, personality for women's soccer games. And I like, but like no effort put into researching that. I liked that um, they had a female doing the commentary, mm-hmm. but yeah. she didn't do a very good job. It was oh, it was, so it was very limited. she sounds so bored. It was the same. Not only did she sound bored, because I can't really fault her for that, because they only gave her, like, five minutes. She had to watch this game. She had to so, say, man on. Yeah. Man yeah. on. Oh, poor defense. Great ball. Yeah. Like, just... And, yeah. Yeah, th- th- that's sort of a theme for this. is a How very... How she get paid? That's <laughs> not, what I want to know. This not is enough. a very sleep-inducing game. It's so yeah. quiet. Um, the crowd is just a very dull murmur. Um, everything seems to run very slow. Yeah. And it just kind of, you're like, oh, a nice soccer game going on in the background. I'm going to take a little nap here. It's like if the like, crowd were full of people making ASMR videos. Like, genuinely almost like. fell asleep. I, there was yawning. Yeah. There was many, like, hmms. It was like watching the news with my grandpa. Yeah. I mean, you're nodding off. Yeah. And then the... I didn't make that goal. That got stopped. Doing the snapping. Yeah. (laughs) When old men get tired. (laughs) But, like, the game itself was... It's sluggish. Like, the characters move very slowly. 
uh, in the spirit of saying something nice about it, we liked that the uh, the icon underneath yeah. the character has an arrow. It's it does. Pointing it you in tells the right you. It tells you which direction you're meant to play because it's not clear at all. And it's helpful because sometimes the, you know your keepers have different uniform colors than the rest of your team. Well, so like at one point, I got very confused about what where my goal is because I'm like. <laughs> Wait, am I trying to kick it past this guy wearing my uniform? Right, because your keeper was wearing our color yeah. jersey. Right, yeah, yeah. It was same, similar color. Opposite, yeah. yeah, but to be fair, that does happen. Does it? Yeah. I, I mean, so. I believe it. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just saying. Yeah, the soccer keepers sucks usually have a America. different color. No. Oh no. Go America. You just lost all your international. You know listeners. what? Don't mess with Texas. Okay? <laughs> just don't. We're nowhere near Texas. For These the colors. That's because we don't want to mess with it. Don't we, tread on okay. me. Yeah. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, all right, let's... What else do you really say about this? Okay, like, so we struggled. We struggled trying to I wanted to, to love it. it so badly. <laughs> yeah. The, the so con- badly. The controls just aren't intuitive. It didn't um, work. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, really a that good a way problem. to put it, is you would press a button and your character would not respond very quickly. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you would press a button and they would respond differently than they did last I, time. You press A 47 times thinking it's pass, all of a sudden it's slide tackle. Yeah, yeah. I, so this I game killed has, the game with slide tackle, though. This game has really a really a really broken passing system, okay? Yeah. Because you can't really choose who you're passing to. You just, ran, you just kick it. And it randomly... The, the characters randomly change. To and like, then they kick it back to you. It's kind of a similar system to what we saw in NFL Blitz in that, like, the, the computer is, like, trying to compensate and decide, like, what's the what's the most the like most the successful path for sure. you. But it's not good AI. And it doesn't light up clearly like NFL Blitz. No. And it doesn't automatically, job. like, normally in a sports game when you pass it to another player, you, you won't become that player that just caught the ball or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. It didn't do that. And a lot of times, and they heard me screaming about it often, <laughs> I would pass the ball and I'd see who it was going to, assuming that my, I was going to become that character. Instead, she just kind of rebounds it back. And then they yeah. would get the, they'd be able to steal it. And I don't like that. And yeah, maybe there's more depth to it. Like maybe that like what you did is like some sort of mechanic of being able to like if you press a twice, it passes and passes back. But the game doesn't have like a good to the game. So we turned on tips. Yeah. And um, so we kick the ball out of bounds and it's like, here's a handy tip. Try to throw the ball back to someone who's not covered. (laughs) And you're like, oh, so throw the ball to someone that who's open. How that work? Like, never that, to me. That's how sports work. And then Thanks, the next game. Tip. Tip. Here's a tip for you, game. Make it, make the controls obvious. Make so the controls do work. Yeah, make them work. The when, next tip too was um, when you do you, uh, like a throw in, throw it to a part of their body where it's easily yeah. controlled, like their feet. Yes, throw in soccer ball. Oh, I thought their, their feet. feet. Yeah. I thought I was supposed to throw it past them. I don't know. Yeah. Thanks, throw, Mia. throw it at their navel, and then they're going to duck walk it all the way over to the goal. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to know, like, how much say in this, if any, hmm. probably none, did none. Mia actually none. have? I can tell I, you now. No, I'm pretty did sure. Did they none. just say, yo, you're famous, we're going to make a game for you? They said. But you have nothing to do with Here's it. Here's $10,000. Can we use your license for our video game? Right. Okay. She probably thought That's she was signing fucked. an autograph, and it was just a contract, you know? <laughs> which I which I yeah. think is how uh, Whoopi Goldberg got to be in Theodore Rex. Like, I believe that's actually the real story. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah. Oh, uh, my God. It's, 
just it's just not good. It's just really frustrating to play. Uh, you you the control we so eventually due to our extreme difficulty in scoring any goals, we got to penalty kicks. Yeah, and Emma finally figured out you have to sort of hold the Z button in order mm-hmm. to jump with your keeper, mm. and it just none of the controls are explained. And so yeah, you try to kick a goal and your keeper would just kind of like look around a little bit and you're yeah. like what are you doing what are you doing goalie yeah. i would like yeah. it to be known that i won you did you win did win you did win you, yeah emma was on a team by ali she was in a league of her own you struck and a she goal beat, for she beat. there's no crying in baseball that's right there is crying in mia ham soccer though because it was real bad yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah no it's 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 real rough and it's like it's it's just so frustrating. Like I like to think that there's a world where this really <laughs> succeeded, and uh, uh, but but this is one of those things. Like like if this were just a shitty men's soccer game, they would make another. You know, sure, they would yeah. make more. Like think of NFL quarterback club. You know, like nobody yeah. likes that game. It's no. terrible. They instead, made four of them. Instead, yeah. they said <laughs> good this game sucked and no one bought it, so we're never gonna make a women's game again because it was obviously because it was a woman. It must be because of damn titties. You know, we can't do it. We can't well, do it. if yeah. the tits had been out, I think it would have sold better. <laughs> Probably actually. If yeah. there was a topless cheat code, yeah, tie that back. No, I don't know. Honestly. I don't even think I could tell. Like, if these characters weren't wearing any clothes, like the way the graphics look. Yeah. They've they've either just, got no nipples or 47 yeah. nipples. They're beige and smudges instead of yeah. red smudges. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. It's, it, this is, it's frustrating, you know, because you want, you want developers to kind of take chances on things like this. Because we were talking about it earlier, and, like, video games is, like, one of the most, like, Gate kept, you know, uh, of of media is, uh, of any form of it's media. It's gamer gated. You know? It's gamer gated. You know, mm-hmm. it's 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 video games and sports are kind of mm-hmm. still seen as such like a realm for boys, and there's no reason for that to be true. Like, right. there's nothing inherently about playing video games that like don't appeal to women. Like, right. but but it's it's just been kind of conditioned over, and so the games have been more and more like male oriented and more and more violent and goofy and stupid. You know, so like, and and more sexist. So. It's well, it's frustrating to see it uh, uh, controlled so tightly and still shamed, you know? Yeah, we were talking about that as we were playing, that, like, I can't say, oh, I love soccer, or, oh, I love this sport or that sport, without them saying, oh, well, you don't know who was the, like, center forward in the 1979 team in Toronto. That was John Hamm. Daryl Dawkins. <laughs> no, I don't know. I hate you both so much. <laughs> You're both the worst people I've Betty ever White. met. But it was definitely Betty White. <laughs> but like, it's you Slab, know, meat a, a female can't say. I have a, a good friend who knows a lot about football, more than like American football. Uh, her name's Bray. Hey, hey, how was up, girl? And she is. Like, she is an encyclopedia. She knows things. And so any time that she's, you know, she does the um, fantasy leagues and all of that. Yeah. And guys are always up her ass. Well, who was the, you know, <laughs> the, well, okay. We, we didn't say anything. Woody made a face. Not literally up her ass. Well, I don't know. You know what? Just keep moving life. along. Keep moving but along, Emma. She can't. She knows more than yeah. most guys yeah. I know, probably, about oh, football, about American football. But she's quizzed on, like, who was the, I don't know, the coach of the this team in 1964. You don't know anything about football, obviously. <sighs> 
and it's bullshit. And I yeah. can imagine that any, I'm not, you know, a big video gamer, but I can imagine that any woman that says, I love video games, they get the same, they get the same oh, reaction. Get the same well, Obviously. who programmed this game on that day of this year and was released on this day and you Silicon don't know Knights. anything? Mm, yeah, yeah. That, that one was Betty White. Yeah. yeah. That, was Betty, that White. was Betty White. There should be like a Donkey Kong, but it's Betty White. You know what I mean? She's wait, just... what? Wait, wait. Which one is she? Is she the Donkey Kong or is she the uh, Mario? Or is she the Fire Barrel? The Jump Man. She's but... Donkey Kong. Okay. Oh. So what it's is like... she throwing? Uh, Blanche. She's throwing Blanche. She's throwing the corpse of Rue McClanahan at a plumber. That's just the most bizarre way to reskin. Like, just that pitch. All right, guys. This Donkey Kong game, it's really popular. But imagine this. Betty, Betty White. It's Betty White. <laughs> Who's huge right now? I just really think that would sell. (laughs) She's rolling down hills. She's swinging on vines. How about an iPhone game where you help Betty White give birth? (laughs) Like to Deadpool's baby. (laughs) You know what? Honestly, we should just... Keep Betty White alive forever. Please. That's what our money should be going to. Welcome to the Betty White cast. Sports. Forget soccer, men's or women's, put all that money into Betty White's (laughs) existence because she, we don't deserve her. Okay, we we absolutely have to move on because we have uh, several letters to read this week and uh, I think we have beaten this particular corpse into the ground. Uh, (laughs) The corpse of Rue McClanahan. Let's move on to our rankings. Uh, Each week we rank all of the games that we have just played. We are over the halfway point. Halfway there, living on a prayer. We have 147 games. This is going to bring us up to 149. Wow. Uh, I will start us off this time. Um, yeah, neither of these particularly uh, blew my mind. Mia Hamm, Soccer 64 was actively bad. <laughs> Un- yeah. And the other was just it, kind it, of unremarkable. So I want to be uh, offended, but I can't. You can't be. No, was. you can't be. I, I'm going to put Mia Hamm at number 125. That's between uh, Rugrats in Paris above and Nagano Winter Olympics below. Sure. Yeah, it's that's a comfortable spot for it, I think. Um, as long as we beat Rugrats. Yeah, no, I did no, not beat Rugrats. You did not beat Rugrats. Oh, we're under Rugrats? Yeah. It beats Rugrats Scavenger Hunt, which is one of the How worst games How many Rugrats ever. games were there? There were, there there were, were two, two, and they were both awful. Oh, God. Um, as for uh, World Cup 98, I'm going to put that uh, at number 111. That's going to be right above the NBA in the zone games and right below Extreme G2. So, uh, hmm. yeah, it, it's not a bad title it's just not remarkable and uh it's probably not necessary can i ask a question about that yeah so i don't imagine that either of you are particularly like attracted to the sports games (laughs) i don't imagine that either of you are particularly attractive yeah i'm looking at at both of you and wow (laughs) this lesbian says (laughs) very attractive um but so do you think that you are harder on sports games because they're not your like cup of tea already well no or would you have Woody, a i actually really one, like sports games Woody's number oh, one game on the list right now is uh yeah. okay, okay okay um and apparently I guess better I than mario 64 legend of zelda before i came on uh, the show. <laughs> yeah no i you're you're general I, I do think you're generally nicer to sports games than i am yes i agree uh, you have an a very a active guy. you have a very active di- i think we're both very in favor of arcadey goofy sports yeah, games yeah. i liked the baseball game um yeah, yeah and mm-hmm. but steve has a very strong dislike for football 
football simulation, and exactly. I can I'm okay on those. American football. Yeah, yeah, and I and but, even then I did enjoy the NFL Blitz games that yeah. we played. Like I enjoyed those. So you know we I think we okay. give it a fair shake. Do you? We're both, like, we're both hard on wrestling games. We're, we're hard on wrestling <laughs> games, even though I really want to like yeah. those, but like I, I can't get there. Do you have a um, a checklist or like a rubric? For how you're grading these, or just no, just no, it's mostly like you, slap them on a list as we go. Okay, you okay. think about like what would I rather pl- would I rather play this game that's one above it okay. or this? Um, so on that note, I'll go ahead and go. Yeah. Um, World Cup '98. I agree with you. It was pretty bland, but I do think that it was fun in the sense that like basic soccer games are kind of fun to run around and kick the ball back and forth. I'll put it in a very similar spot as you, number 110, yeah. which is right above uh, NBA in the zone, mm-hmm. um, which, well, which was basically the equivalent just in basketball form. It's about, um, yeah, but yeah. I do think that a bad so- or a, a subpar soccer game is more fun than a subpar basketball game I would because agree it's that. faster, I would agree faster moving. Um, yeah, Mia Ham soccer was pretty terrible. Um, mm-hmm. It was far below subpar. Yeah. Um, I'm putting it in the spirit of keeping the games we played with Emma together. I'm putting it right under Hey You Pikachu Yay. at number one hundred. What under one hundred thirty-eight? Yeah. You yeah. you hey, would you... rather play Hey You Pikachu oh, yeah. than Mia Ham? No question. Really, that was a horrible game. Yeah, that but... actually brings it to your list, though. Yeah. You, you okay. Have, yeah. Well, I'm curious. I to have see. two. You have you have uh, three. Uh, uh, hey You Pikachu. You have uh, oh, uh, I have these three. two yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. So where where would your list? What would your list look like right now? Hey You Pikachu is like so not even in my list anymore. <laughs> I couldn't get the hang of that game. When I got the hang of that game, it, there was, it was no hang. There was no hang to get of that game. It, it was just, just horrible. You just scream just at him. Yeah. Maybe he'll do what you say, but probably not. And well, also, that was there's the same no as point. Mayhem soccer. Yeah. You, you, you tried to get him, they maybe not do what you say, yeah, and there was no point. Yeah. At least there is a sport yeah. That's true. You know what I mean? There At least was a sport. There is, you know how to Pikachu win. Pikachu yelling has not yet been sanctioned in, not, the, in the leagues. <laughs> Olympics, here we come. Um, Throw that bubble at his head. Yeah. No, but there was no real point to it. No. It was just general things that you kind of did. Sure. Yeah. Hopefully. Maybe. That's um, what they maybe. put on my tombstone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he did Steve. some general things. Some general things. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Um, Mia Hamm and World Cup. World Cup obviously is above. Yeah. So because that... when I pressed the button, I knew it would happen. Yeah. It was not like spinning the roulette wheel of death. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. There was also real people in that game. Yeah. More than just one. Just better production values. Just and and uh, tub thumping. Let's tub not thumping. let's There's not undervalue you tub thumping. You really can't. You know what? I was pouring a glass of wine. Of course I was. Yeah. As that song came on and. Really, it just put me in the mood. Oh, and I also, I forgot to rank that uh, number 55, I'm putting the Donkey Kong Betty White game. Oh, yes. Okay. <gasps> I would 55. put that higher. Yeah. I'm putting that, that at number Fair. three still, of still, your still, list. Yeah, okay. he's just putting Which it on our comes right under what? Uh, for me, let so me see. under Mario 64, I think. Yeah, for, for Woody, it's underneath uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. For me, it's underneath Ooh. Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah. You know what? Go. I did like Tony Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Yeah, it's a fun great. game. Everyone likes that game. All right. All right. Yeah, we got a couple of letters here uh, from listeners. So, uh, again, if you always want to write in and correct us about uh, uh, soccer stuff, Ultra 64 Podcast. Or tell us we're great in that we got all the facts right. I'd love we to don't hear that only too. take corrections. And how beautiful you think my voice is, how much you missed me. Mm-hmm. It's been mm-hmm. like, what, nine months? Sure. Since I was at September, October, November, Nine whatever. months? What? There's nothing Not inside mine. of my body. No, I'm kidding. It's definitely Steve's. <laughs> 
Anyway, uh, so uh, first letter. I am a new listener to your podcast. Not yeah. anymore, you're not. Hey, Recently, I've been on a bit of an N64 binge and fancied listening to some podcasts to get a bit nostalgic and get recommendations for hidden ga- gems. Yeah. Your latest episode on Buck Bumble intrigued me, as yeah. I have a bit of a history with that game. Whilst I'm not really, whilst I've not really ever played much of it, a comment in your episode really sparked some memories for me. I am from the UK and spent twenty plus years working in games retail. Okay. I worked the launch of the N64 and many other consoles. I have loads of memories and many stories from that era, but when you mentioned the game was pushed more over here, that really sparked me off. At the time Buck Bumble came out, I'm assuming that's pretty slang for yeah. not something dirty. Oh, I uh, hope it the, is dirty. At the time Buck Bumble came out, I was working for Electronics Boutique, and they went all out in promoting it. We had the Buck Bumble t-shirts, posters everywhere. You could say that they gave it a lot of buzz. Ooh. Oh, shit. So, and whenever we answered the phone, we would have to say, good morning, Electronics Boutique, where you can no, currently pre-order the copy of Buzz, Buck Bumble on the N64. Oh, that sounds good so morning. annoying. Mm-hmm. Oh. You have to say it with an accent. Good oh. morning. Good morning. Uh, welcome to Electronics <laughs> Boutique. Uh, here we are, Buck Bumble on the N64, Deborah. That's exactly how they sound in the UK. How'd you oh. do that? That would be so annoying. You're like... This guy's never listening to this podcast again. <laughs> Let's finish his letter. Okay. Uh, we had the game playing on the large screens in, in the store, <laughs> and that title screen music blared into our brains Ooh. all day, every day. We had like two pre-orders for it from regular customers <laughs> and had a crate of cartridges left over. And I don't remember us selling any of them apart from the initial oh. two. And one of them was traded back the next day. Oh. Uh, so I just want to share that little tidbit with you. I'm really enjoying the podcast. I've listened to about 10 episodes in the oh. last few days. Keep up the good work. And that's from Nick. So thank, thank you, Nick. Oh, thank that, you, is, Nick. that is an amazing story. Yes. It sounds like that's, I believe that's that was what... one of Dante's layers of hell, right? <laughs> was, the, was the bumble layer where they just play the theme song over and over and you have to carry cartridges like boxes of buck bumble While up and down a hill you're sobbing you're crying yeah and you have to answer every phone and it's like a nightmare where you can't scream as hard as you try yeah. <laughs> that's, that's amazing awesome. yeah thing. that confirmed a lot of my suspicions about uh, how that game was marketed in the UK uh, we have another letter here can uh, I read it is it, well, no. Steve is the official letter oh, reader. My podcast. Now. Until they somebody do address you in this, <gasps> they say, "Hey, Stephen Woody and guest." Oh, oh, fuck you! I got so excited. Occupant. How are they going to know you were here? Yeah. Well, I thought maybe this letter is from the future. <laughs> well, you announced me on your Instagram today. Today, yeah. So I but... thought maybe it was like this, no, this morning. Oh my god, we're so excited! Emma's back. She's so great. You have to write a letter in, and then I when you know that. that you're going to be on the podcast, write the letter, I and will then you can read it. Absolutely, do that, and I'll send it anonymously. <laughs> So no one will know. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, okay, so, so I will, is, but okay. So now you'll, every time it says anonymous, it's me. It says, on the Buck Bumble episode, you were talking about notable bees in video games. The first one that jumped to mind was the down on his luck bee in Conker's Bad Fur Day, oh, who was yeah. kicked out of the hive by his wife for yep. wanting to pollinate the large-breasted flower. Oh, that uh, that's sounds... a good bee. I forgot about that one. He's like a total sad sack pervert of a bee. <laughs> Uh, I don't know really why that's where my weird. mind went to first. Uh, you also touched briefly on the bees in Animal Crossing. Mm. These bees were real mother buzzers. <laughs> if you shook a tree hoping to get hoping for money to fall out and you got a beehive, you had to sprint away hoping to get inside one of the villagers' houses. If they weren't in or no one lives close by enough, your face got seriously messed up by these Ooh. bees. The sound of them attacking you was like a bandsaw, and one of the eye, one of your eyes is then swollen shut for the next in real life day. Whoa! These bees left a real impression impression on me. Can you think of any other games that leave your characters permanently or temporarily disfigured by your own actions? Love wow. the show, guys. Keep up the good work. And that's from Elliot. Wow. So That's dark, Elliot. It is. 
Uh, I, I feel like survival horror games do this a lot. Like, like when you get hurt in Resident Evil and your yeah. character's kind of... You're lurching around. Um, Biofreaks, couldn't you knock off uh, people's limbs limbs in Biofreaks? Yeah, I think you could do that in the Wu-Tang fighting game, too. That was a Wu-Tang fighting game? Oh, absolutely. uh, Shaolin style. style. And there was a special uh, Wu-Tang logo-shaped controller for the PlayStation that I really want. Um, Anyway, yeah, so I was also thinking, uh, we talk about this a lot on the show, but burnout, uh, damage that you do to your car stays on your car. Yeah, but I feel like mostly it's cosmetic, which... Mostly, but yeah. And Um, um, uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 is a really good example, I think, because that that has a very complex healing system, like where you have to stuff wounds and stuff. I mean, I just replayed that game. The complex is like questionable because you just go into a menu and like hit a on a bunch of stuff is that um, the game where you can stuff like a tampon in a bullet wound or is that a different? No. no that's army of two <laughs> army of two yeah you you find tampons scattered on a battlefield and use it to plug my wounds. favorite thing to do in metal gear solid 3 is to capture like a snake or a spider and then throw it on people nice um, yeah. to distract them um yeah, can, yeah that's a good can you think of any other uh, i would like, say like eternal darkness um oh, yeah. be in the sense that like your character's sanity sort of goes away you have yeah. like a sanity meter and as you take damage like weird stuff starts to happen in the game mm-hmm. i'm sure i'm sure there's more i mean the worst example um the mortal Kombat games for like uh playstation 2 and stuff like deadly Alliance, the shitty mortal Kombat oh, yeah. games they had some of the worst looking like damage like in games effects yeah. yeah like your characters would sort of just be oozing a little bit but it didn't really look like blood yeah it just looked kind of gross right it, yeah huh. anyway we have one more letter that was an awesome question i like that uh this one uh is uh putting us on blast a little bit but thank okay. you uh Welcome. hi Stephen woody you guys suck <laughs> first of all i love woody's weekly topical and self-imposed nickname at the top of each episode oh. highlight of the show i did not do that this week yeah. Shit. oh you're uh. gonna have to okay i'll come back you're, i'll come back gonna, with two next week you're gonna get a chance here in a second okay yeah. uh, i wanted to write in regarding the new tetris uh we played that one a while ago with nicole yeah. but uh, uh all other tetris is broken for me forever because Tetri. of the squares in the new tetris a quick explanation hmm. you can use the tetrominoes to build a perfect four by four square for example stacking four long tetrominoes vertically creates a square gold squares are made from all of the same tetrominoes silver squares are made from any combination of different tetrominoes as you harvest the lines you score more points for the lines including portions of these squares so these squares create intense multiplayer action. You all receive the same blocks in the same order at the same pace. The player who is patient and skilled enough to build the most squares always scores the highest. But there are risks. Often you can make a bet about what pieces you think will come to complete your squares. But if that doesn't pay off, you're left with a mass of discarded tetrominoes on the opposite side of the screen. So to build the most squares, you have to have memorized all the potential tetromino square combinations. This was essentially the only game my roommate and I played in college from 2006 to 2008. This is my favorite N64 game, and you gave it a very cursory review. Okay, we did. Did you even know about squares? No, we didn't. No, we didn't. He says, I think the game deserves some reevaluation and some love. That's why I'm writing. Also, the ranking system is pretty great. Your level is based on how many lines and points you harvest per minute. My buddies always outranked me by a couple of levels, but there's always a chance I could outplay them given in any given game with the battle or have an amazing run and increase my ranking a couple times. So, squares! <laughs> all caps. All all other Tetris is boring without the added challenge of matching up Tetrominoes into 4x4 squares. Love your podcast. Keep up the great work. Sorry this email's so long. No. And P.S., I just remembered emails to podcasts are supposed to have questions. So, oh. question. Woody doesn't give himself a nickname in the Tetris episode. What would your nickname be if you could go back and re-record the intro to that episode? Oh. Uh, how about... Hip to be square. Oh, that was so off the cuff. 
the cuff. That's like, not no, a bad one. No hesitation. Not bad yeah. at all. Yeah, I, you know, this is not the first time I've heard from people saying that like we gave I think, uh, new Tetris a short strip. So maybe that might be... I think, we, I think we need to start a new list here, Steve, of a couple games. We need to have a new... Uh, New episode sometime, like a bonus episode of us going back to let's say three, three or f- three games yeah, that, that pe- we sort of discounted yeah. along the way that, that people, people were mad. Well, yeah, we'll or that have, and this we'll new write, Tetris write will be on or, there uh, or read in or, or hit me up on Twitter at Ultra Sixty Four Podcast. Let me know what games you, you think we, we wanted discounted. to hear more about or like that we didn't, didn't give enough of a that shot. they were fucking wrong about. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, that's fair. Well, that's because fair. we might be. honestly, like, I don't think neither of us knew about that, and that's sort of a fault of the format of the podcast in sure. general. Is that you know we believe it or not, we have other things to do. Um, <laughs> so like. To, some some of these games playing them for an hour feels long, and we mm. sort of miss some of the more intricate aspects yeah. of these games. And honestly, that sounds kind of cool. And if that, this is the only game you're playing for two years, yeah. you're going to find that. Though honestly, that sounds like the kind of puzzle game that irritates me because it requires a bunch of pre-planning and precision, which I'm more of into like just like responding immediately to puzzle games. Yeah. Like, um, but but you, that is you were really thinking cool. the same thing I was thinking that like uh, I, I'd be in favor of doing a bonus episode where we like we pick a game or two and uh, reevaluate. That you know, great. I can't guarantee we'll like it any better, but we'll, no. we'll give it more of a shot. Why not? So write in, let us know. Yeah, new think. Tetris is the inaugural game on that list. Write it down, Woody. I'm writing I'm writing list. it right there. N E W Tetris. How many how many O's are in Tetris? Fourteen. Got it. Label that list. Okay. So and you, not where you think they label are. Label <laughs> that so that tomorrow when you look at that list you say you don't think, why did I write that down? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um well, I have a question yes. before you wrap it up. Oh, please. What's your nickname? Oh, uh, I was going to sign off with that, Emma. Oh, oh. Yeah. Let him go, too. Let yeah. Okay, okay. Sorry about that. Uh, well, thank you, Emma, so much for being here and for offering your expertise and for offering just your your wonderful personality. We're always happy to have you. You know, I you. don't have much of either, but you're welcome. You, you, you know, thank me. We're working our way up. You. It's it's yes. about learning and becoming better persons every podcast. Yeah. And uh, we, we brought a, a queer woman on the show, so we have solved feminism forever. <laughs> forever. And, uh, and we, now you never have to do it again because you did it once. We have an eternal just, past. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm so, pretty sure that's how that works. <laughs> pretty sure. Thank you for bestowing that on us. Mm-hmm. My goodness. Uh, well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you for uh, listening for so long that we're halfway through the Nintendo 64 catalog. That's amazing. Uh, I'm excited to see what the back half of this has in store for that's us. we got some said. great ones coming up. Ha-ha. <laughs> Uh, next week is one of those great ones, maybe. I have no idea. Uh, because next week we're playing a game called Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six. I know it's a popular one. I don't know if it's good. Yeah. But was, we'll find out. I've never played it. It's uh, purple, mm-hmm. green. Yes. Wait, uh, is red? No, no. I, you're confused With... because the main character's name is Roy G. Biv. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so, like, that's why they named it after that. Got but, it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so are we are we done? This yes. Is fe- feminist you icon Woody Woody Siskowski signing off. Hey, yeah. There you go. It's time to go home. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Anything you can be, I can be greater. Sooner or later, I'm greater than you. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I can shoot up partridge with a single cartridge. I can get a sparrow with a bow and arrow. I can live on bread and cheese. And only on that, yes. so can a rat.